You're listening to the 515 Podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Hi, the friends. Welcome to episode 68 of the 515 Podcast. Uh, Jason Priestmeyer here today with you. Um, John Wayne, you're, yeah. where are you? You're not in the room. No, I'm not in the room. John Wayne is not here with me today, as always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Where are you at? Where you, what's going on today? I am in Asheville, North Carolina today. And we're we're doing this via the phone. Crazy technology, people. Man, this is another one of those moments that terrifies me when John Wayne was like, "Hey, do you think you can do this?" And I'm like, <laughs> uh, "I can try, John Wayne." Um, but yeah. I, we're gonna do it, and, and I, so far, I, I think it could work. Uh, let's let's see. We might be setting a, a precedent that I don't want to set, but um, I'm really excited that we are able to get together because we weren't last week uh, due yeah. to another. A bit of traveling you were doing, which yeah. I'm sure we'll get to at some point. But uh, yeah, um, we definitely wanted to get back together, uh, have an episode where we can kind of just get caught up on various things, and I guess kind of tell me some of your your vision of what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, so um, I really it's just a this is just going to be brief um, because I wanted to touch base. I hate like something not getting put up in the podcast and uh, and us not being able to talk to you guys that are listening to us at all. Um, of course, like. To be completely transparent, Jason and I sometimes are pretty uh, stretched thin, and so like right now the stars have to align for us to even get weekly episodes yeah, together it's been, it's been rough for <laughs> yeah. a while yeah but we're working hard at doing that and so i, I appreciate everybody's patience uh with that um so primarily it, this has been about my work schedule um because last week i was in nashville tennessee going to seedbed's new room conference okay um so many of the many of y'all that that follow uh, some of the stuff that we're doing in ministry and different things with small groups. You've probably heard me mention stuff from Seedbed. Uh, this is the publishing arm of Asbury Theological Seminary, and they have one of the big things that they do is they have a conference where they gather together Wesleyan-minded uh, clergy and lay people um, to pray for to pray for really to be completely dreamboat here to pray for God to do a new thing, for God to awaken uh, our country and our cities and our churches and the world uh, to for, for a an outpouring of the Holy Spirit that would um, that would radically ch- transform um, what's going on and what are what what we see in front of us in our world and so, uh, it's full of, of worship and speakers and just an incredible time. Um, I get to catch up with a lot of friends. I love going there and seeing old uh, seminary friends. But this year, I took several people from our church. So Ryan Stuckman, our worship leader, went. Um, Karen Forbes, Forbes, one of our, our lay people that are actively involved in all kinds of ministries. Uh, Stacy Sweet, our confirmation director. And then Jason, your wife, Emily Priestmeyer, came with us. Oh, that's where she and, was. Yeah, that's where she was. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you're wondering, but yeah, that that's where she was. So we, uh, that was really a unique and powerful experience for me to be with some folks and and to be processing this with other people and and thinking about how we can uh, really mobilize some things into the ministries at KUMC, uh, but also to have a core group of people that will join me uh, and others that are already already started praying for God to pour out his spirit in a powerful way in our church. 
So that was last week. That's great. I've heard, already heard several, you know, from those folks that you've listed that yeah. really just came back are just so energized and so excited and have been going on and on and on about awakening and awakening and, and, yep. and, and yep. where um, they felt that uh, through that conference, you know, everybody was kind of moving in that same direction and how they were so excited to bring that back to Kingwood UMC and for others that, you know, were in attendance to take that back to their churches as well and, and really uh, s- start this new movement or, you know, what have you. So, uh, yeah, so that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah. So excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. So let's get caught up just quickly on the Joseph series since we weren't here last week, but maybe we can knock out two at once or we can kind of, it is like you said, it's the same um, verses that we're just kind of digging into from different angles. So maybe we can wrap this up in (laughs) in one. Yeah. 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 So first I would just encourage people to go, go listen to those podcast sermons uh, because what we just did was week three of the Joseph series. Mm -hmm. And so some of the 5.15s are missing. The reason I always point people towards the Sermon Podcast, but, man, we covered some really heavy and big stuff about family systems. Um, There's a lot going on with Joseph's uh, family in the the story of Genesis. And so we're we're spending a lot of time in in this series, and and for me to unpack all that would be too much. But, But what we're wrestling with is looking at the family dynamics in a family that's really jacked up. And so some of us can really relate to what what it looks like to come from a family um, that maybe things weren't the way they should be, or uh, we've seen divorces, or there's been abuse in the homes, or addiction, or uh, all kinds of different things that affect uh, how we experience the world going forward. And unless we address those things, we uh, don't even realize that um, we're being affected by them, and it's affecting our marriages and our other relationships. And so we've been able to look through the lens of Joseph's story and wrestle with some of those things happening uh, because there are as crazy as any family dynamics that you may uh, think you experience. Uh, Joseph has probably uh, pretty much the most jacked up family <laughs> I can think of. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I love the so, slide. You know, you have the slide of the um, the family tree. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it just every time we ever Sunday, we put that up and it's just I just marvel. I'm like. How did how did those people keep this straight? Like, who yeah, belongs to who? And it's like I can't imagine. But I mean, you know, yeah, because that family tree looks like it should be multiple multiple generations. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's just the immediate family, man. It's just yeah. like it's just who would be in the photo directory for the church. I know. And you think of like, oh, here's Reuben. Reuben. He's like, oh, let's throw him in a well and come back again. Was like, this guy is like. Yeah, you know, he's old. How much older is he? <laughs> he just, yeah. Anyway, it's just like, yeah, it's just hilarious. But so, so for for past themes, I just encourage you to go check out the sermon uh, podcast. But um, for this past week, we really, I really honed in on what was missing. What's missing um, that leads to some of the brokenness that leads to brothers selling their brother into slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, w- what leads to the complete dysfunction of the father. Uh, the fatherhead of Jacob, and that's forgiveness. Uh, There's serious wounds and hurts that take place in this family, and people neither seek forgiveness um, or they grant. Neither do they grant it either. They don't. They don't extend forgiveness to other people, and that's a serious. When 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 sin has fractured relationships uh, without work to reconcile those relationships. Um, time is not going to heal that pain 
it time itself does not heal pain it it requires uh us partnering with i believe god Mm -hmm. uh, to to put those things back together and so i think that's really a really important thing to see so two things that we looked at one how do we receive forgiveness and and really for those of us that have gone through uh, a season of life where we've really hurt someone it could be a spouse it could be uh, a child it could be um, someone in our family it could be a co-worker whoever that is it requires for us to address that head-on and I just wanted to encourage people that the grace of, of Jesus Christ already accomplished in the cross, already available to reconcile us through the resurrection by the power of the Holy Spirit, is available to reconcile whatever pain and sin and difficulty you've been through. And if if we don't believe that, like one of the things I'm guilty of is thinking, yes, I believe in the power of Jesus Christ that forgives sins, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what's going on over here in this part of my life. I, I, have, I have the ability to compartmentalize that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And and this is just to be a, a, a just an overt reminder that God's grace, uh, the power of his love, when it shined upon the darkness in our hearts, uh, that darkness can't stay there anymore. It may hurt, may be difficult. It may not put things back together the way that you exactly would want to, but God is faithful and he can do that work. So uh, finding forgiveness, that work happens by confession to those that we've hurt, by hitting our knees in prayer, by asking God to work in our life and and to wash over us uh, in in that love. And then what about extending forgiveness? That was the real hard one. That is the hard one. I think, uh, for me at least, as I think about people that have hurt me, um, it is a difficult thing to extend forgiveness. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you agree with that? Like, that's really at least someone who operates from a, my, my biggest, like, I guess, personal sin is a sin of pride. Mm. And so it's really hard for me to, um, to extend forgiveness because, um, I, I don't know. I just kind of want people to, like, selfishly to to or i just don't know how to do it right you yeah. know what i mean yeah, you know we talk about oh forgive and forget but mm-hmm. you know we we never really forget so yeah. too many people i think get hung up on that and then when they come back and think about it again they kind of even if they've said you know what, i forgive you for this they can dwell on it and they can unforgive people i think right yeah yeah you know, yeah yeah i think yeah. that's a real yeah. risk and I think, it, you know, I use the illustration of scar tissue. Like, yeah, perfect. When, we ha- when, mm-hmm. when we have serious trauma, scar tissue, like, forms and forms and forms. And scar tissue is a good thing in moderation. Mm-hmm. When we have too much scar tissue, then our joints and stuff don't don't start to work. And, and, and w- w- it's like that, I think, spiritually. We've become so calloused yeah. uh, that we just can't even function anymore. And so what I was trying to say about forgiveness is... We are actually the the wrong or the evil or the brokenness that was done to us. We are chained to that event until we are able to extend forgiveness and break free of that. And mm-hmm. I think that's so important um, because we're living a life that is that is in shackles unless we are able to to release. And so I said this over and over again that extending forgiveness is as much, if not more, uh, for the victim than it is the perpetrator. Wow, so true. 
to set ourselves free from from what that looks like and so um just really wanted to make that clear and if you think that for a second that forgiveness is a, a place of weakness it's not it's it's a place of freedom and free people uh free people change the world free people um join god in what he's doing free people love Free people serve the the least, the last, and the lost, and I and I think I think that's what forget forgiveness is a spiritual work that we need to lean into. So, anyway, so I think I think does that make sense, Jason? Yeah, definitely. I was just going to say, you know, yeah. it, it probably the worst thing you can do is when you hang on to that and you don't truly forgive. You know, you're you're the one carrying that burden. You're the one that's being weighted down by that and and yeah. suffering and struggling with that. Um, and, and unless you really go through that whole exercise of forgiveness and talking it through and asking and giving forgiveness, you know, the other person may uh, not even know that, you know, that they've hurt you or whatever. And, and that, you know, yeah. there's a reason you're forgiving them. So um, don't, yeah. don't try and carry that on your own, you know, let, let that go. Yeah. A couple things too. I think, I think if we have, if we don't understand, if we're not able to extend forgiveness, I think that that's an indicator that we still don't understand what it is to receive forgiveness. Yeah. And, and the place in which God's loved us unconditionally, even when we didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. And so that's an indicator for me. I think that's really important to press into that. Um, and and I just I just think this is a this is a difficult work that we can do. I'm, I mean, I, I know that, like, again, like you, you're not going to convince any, you could be forgiving someone that doesn't even know that they did something wrong, but right. you're trying to, to bring to the light a place where God can heal and, and can do that work. And so I think that's really important. All right. So challenge then. Okay. That's the indicator. How are we receiving the forgiveness of God? Are we being filled by his love each and every day, knowing that he loves you, that he tr- truly desires a relationship with you and how are we extending that forgiveness to other people i mean i just i've just been so challenged by that this week to 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 think about what i am missing from my relationship with god what is being limited in the power of god being poured into my life because i have these obstacles of hurt because i have not extended forgiveness to those in my life mm. and so that's the that's the challenge moving forward I wanted to give that piece to our to our listeners and and, and at least offer that this week. Awesome. Okay, so right. can you give us a little, little taste of what's coming up next week? Yeah, this coming week, I, uh, this coming week, I haven't, I'm not preaching, so I haven't prepared okay. uh, in depth on what's going on. But I, I think that we're looking at Potiphar's wife. So Joseph's mm. in Egypt. Yeah. Uh, Joseph Joseph's uh, difficult road is not over yet. Okay. And so he's got some more more tough stuff to go go through. Um, so, anyways, be there. I'll, I'll be around. I'll be back in town from North Carolina. Be praying for me this week. By the Definitely. time by the time you guys get this episode, uh, I'm preaching to a group at, at a conference here at the Billy Graham Retreat Center in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh, wow. So this is a real real honor for me to be out here and to be doing this. And so uh, prayers for that. And then then I'll be back around this weekend. Okay. That sounds great. How, so, how was the golf tournament? Can you go give us an update on that? JT Barger, you know, I hit the ball pretty well. Clergy team disappointed. I Uh-oh. mean, we just did, we just didn't come through. 
so there were some guys, there were some sharks out there that did work on us. <laughs> um, so it was, but it was a great time. Yeah, great, for the cause. You know, just a great, good, good cause and, yeah. and good benefit. Always fun to hang out with the Bargers and and to see that family and those group of friends that that are still showing up for that. And so it was, it was, it was a great time. That's awesome. It's it's such a great, great, um, part of our church, the history of our church, you know, that, that organization and, and, and everything. So uh, I'm glad, uh, you, you made a showing and you kind of, uh, represented, uh, the the podcast uh, at the golf tournament. Appreciate that. That's right. That's (laughs) right. Maybe we can be a whole sponsor next year or something. That'd be great if we could get some uh, banners or something like to put on your bag or your shirts or I don't know how how you market golf, but we'll try it. Great idea. We'll look into it. We need we need a higher marketing director, Jason. Yes, I'll get on that this week. All right, all right. All Thank right. you Thank for you. dialing in, and yeah. um, that I think I think we we made it through. So I'm really excited, and um, I appreciate uh, again your commitment, wanting to make sure we get something out, so our listeners do know that we're still here and we're still uh, looking for ways to go deeper into these sermons uh, each and every week. So, Thank yeah, you. boy. All right. Thank you, everyone, for downloading. Take care. All right. Bye. Bye.